what's good? Yo, it's Chan Man the Don. What's going on? Today is again May 15th. It's approximately 6.55 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I actually have a few minutes to myself. Um, in the peace and quiet. Uh, so I'm able to go ahead and try to see if I can get squeeze in another uh you know get get some more content uh taken care of um who knows where this shit is going excuse me but i gotta get this shit going get it up i don't have much time again i'm in a you know so yeah yeah i may you may see me pumping like this and i'm not even really pumping i'm uh but you may see me trying to get this content out there like this so that i can go ahead and hurry up and see if i can bring in any type of income so that we can go ahead and move forward. Um, so, real quick, what I want to kind of touch on a little bit is um, the, this uh, this topic that uh, you know I've been looking at it for a little bit. And trust me, I I, I know that uh, there's several topics that are going on right now, and um, this may not be exactly what you thought it was going to be. Like I was going to give like stock it tips and cryptocurrency tips and everything listen this is going to be a long if, if this goes well it's gonna be a long show i mean look, like i'm not trying to boast or anything but i've been trading for years i'm not i don't got any money uh but i'm trading for years and i still don't know everything i still don't know know officially what p ratio means you know price to earnings ratio i don't know exactly what it means you know uh, there's other things float Vol well, volume, I know what that is. Uh, float, I kind of know what that is. I think that's shares that are floating out there. Um, outstanding shares, uh, you know, and how to uh, take all this information together. Uh, what is it, EBITDA for taxes and whatnot? Um, earnings before interest, taxes, whatever. You know, there's so much stuff I don't know. And if I do have a, a an idea about it, I still don't really uh understand how to use it or you know what to put a use it i kind of got my couple of things that i use on my charts um I was, you know there's so many things we go over the the banking system there's so much that we got to get get i mean that we got to go over it's no rush and that's what i tell people especially in my trap stars you know i'm not in the trap i you know i don't live that life and um i know i said i'm gonna start saving this to the end but right now uh since i do have some time by myself and it's kind of uh, quiet. Uh, I do have a little drink right here with me. Uh, this is uh, Coraleo. Uh, you may have heard me say I've been sipping on this before. Uh, this is Re Reposado uh, Tequila. Um, let me see if there's anything else I can provide. Uh, some of that stuff is written in Spanish. So I'm not really exactly sure uh, like exactly where it comes from. Uh, you know, respect each other. I respect, you know, uh, there's nothing wrong. Uh, if you speak a different language, actually, you're pretty intelligent. Um, you know, let's not make fun of each other or poke, you know, say trigger words, you know. But yeah, sipping on some tequila. Let's go ahead and uh, I'm going to pop that. And uh, I'm going to have a sip with y'all real quick. Okay. Uh, please drink responsibly if you do. Not saying that I do. Uh, I don't. You know, it's like that. Okay. I'm, I'm kidding. But please drink responsibly. Uh, please take care, uh, you know, of you and your family and everything. Uh, don't, don't, uh, don't blame me. But one thing I want to explain, uh, for example, to the trash stars is in these new, these new youngins is that 
Uh, everybody wants to have a strategy to get rich quick. We all want to be uh, rich while we're young, while we're in shape. It's kind of like like a vampire syndrome, uh, where um, if you're going to become a vampire, uh, be- become a vampire uh, at a good age, uh, so that you can look like that for the rest of your life. Um, people want to get young. I mean, people want to get rich while they're young and while they're healthy, while they got that six pack of abs uh, for no reason. They're still crushing twelve slices of pizza. I uh, still got a six pack the next day. Um, you know, uh, you want to be rich then. Nobody wants to be rich while everything's starting to droop and sag. And, um, you know, people don't really find getting old cool. Not saying that I, I just, you know, that, you know, I don't find getting old cool. Getting old is cool. Um, but people want to be rich, you know, while everything's intact and uh, perky. Um, and that's one thing that's kind of got me to. Uh, you know, uh, this next topic is you can't get I'm not saying you can't. There's, there's no such thing as can't. But to get rich uh, quick, you know, um, uh, you know, even if you hop into the trap, you know, what I'm saying I would say, yo, it takes time. You know, what I'm saying not saying I trap or, you know, hang around people. But, uh, you know, it takes time. You know, you, you can't just hop in the trap and think that next week you uh, you're going to be Pablo Escobar. You know, that shit takes time. It takes effort. It takes levels. Uh, I believe uh, Meek Mills had a track called Levels to This Shit. And that's what you got to understand. There's levels to this shit. You just can't just, you know, um, just run over, bulldoze over people uh, thinking that uh, you're going to make it to the top. And you may. But eventually, uh, in, in in the world of Earth, um, anything that goes up eventually uh, comes down. Uh, we may be looking. We may be looking at uh, a current, you know, kind of decline in the U.S. economy with uh, banks failing and everything. So, mainly thing that I kind of want to discuss real quick is not playing with our lives, uh, but actually creating strategies and plans, which are two different things. Um, you have a plan. You have a goal. I want to um, be a millionaire by the time I'm twenty-five. 35, whatever. I want to have a PhD by the time I'm 50. Uh, whatever it is, I want to lose 50 pounds. That's your, that's, that's your goal. You know, that's, that's what you are trying to achieve. Uh, but as far as, you know, developing a plan, uh, or, you know, uh, um, a strategy that that's how you're going to achieve it. I'm going to achieve 50 pounds by the end of, uh, this time period, uh, by taking in, uh, 1200 less calories, uh, daily. That's going to save me this many pounds. I should be able to achieve my goal by this certain, uh, period. Uh, so, um, and of course, uh, with these youngins, uh, we're all looking at it all over different aspects of, uh, the industry, whether it's basketball, barbers, um, traders, uh, whatever it is, these young bulls are coming in and they're just, uh, they're just whipping the game back and forth. You know what I'm saying? What took us 20 years, 30 years to develop, not us, but, you know, people before, uh, it's taking these people uh, a year, you know. Um, and uh, uh, and what concerns me is that um, there's no real strategy. You know, for example, um, I'm not saying that I would be able to handle it, but if somebody gave me, it doesn't matter how much money, um, Googleians, um, to an extent, 
I already kind of have like even as a broke man, I kind of have a strategy that that I, I would apply that same strategy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just to start off. Now it may not work out, but at least I'm not getting Googleians and be like, "Oh, bet I'm gonna do whatever I want with it." You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, I got this. I'm just gonna pay off bills. You know, there was a lady um, who won the lottery. Here, let's go ahead and look her up real quick. And, and trust me, there's several of these stories. But um, uh, who won hundred million? Uh, I believe she was in North Carolina. Let's see if there's any updates going on with her. Uh, yeah, uh, this was 2015. I believe her name was Fontella Marie Holmes. Won a prize in 2015, approximately about $188 million. Um, uh, what was she out of Goldsboro? No, okay, I could, I could be wrong. Don't, don't quote me on that part. Um... Let's see. Let's see if there's any way we can find out how uh, Fontella is doing now. Um, but see, it's a difference when you have a strategy put in place from even when you're broke. You know, talking about character. You know, you got to build the character, um, the the traits. Uh, um, I'm tr- I'm still just trying to check up on Fontella. Uh, you got to build the traits. Um, so that, you know, when you do, the, it's, it's practice for when, you know, for example, if you're trying to lose weight, it's practice for when you go out with your homeboys or your homegirls um, uh, so that you can still control your habits. When you're in the house, uh, you know, everything can go perfect. You can uh, have your best diet. You can have your best budget. You can have, um, you know, uh, confidence, all of that. But as soon as you step outside that house, that shit is going to be tested. And you don't know how it's going to be tested. You know, um, it, it, it could be tested by, um, you know, some random stranger, a family member, a friend. You know, you never know how it's going to be tested. But once you get outside, it's going to get tested. Um, I don't know how uh, Fontella is doing these days. Uh, let's see if there's anything. Um, Okay, it looks like at some point there was a there was a lawsuit from her ex fiance in jail, uh, but regardless, as far as I know, she law she spent a lot of it, um, and which was a, which was a sad story to hear, uh, because it, it's just like if you would take steps uh, into getting advisors, even advisors can be thieves, um, you know, it, it could save you so much. And trust me, I'm not perfect. I've I spend uh grands on on nothing um uh so you know i'm not perfect at all but however if one thing i want to point out is not playing with your life and my playing with your life is basically like with these companies these new and up company up and coming companies which i know things have been fixed are getting fixed uh for example i'm gonna go to finner.org and what i mean by stop playing uh, it's, it's, there's this thing called gamification that I kind of want to go over real quick, just kind of discuss and learn learn more about because uh, I may not have uh, the full understanding of what gamification is. One more. I'm, I'm not trying to complain at all, but I will let you know that um, creating content can uh, can be a little um, 
it, it can kind of uh, take some energy out of you. Because um, uh, it's mental is that you want to make sure that um, you are providing good information and you just want to think about it and you know people are hearing this. And uh, even though I haven't received any comments or anything, um, you know, you just get nervous as, as soon as somebody hears this. Uh, I, I've, I've sent I sent this uh, to two people and I've yet to hear any comments on it. Um, you know, but it's whatever. I don't, you know, who, who gives a shit? Um, so real quick, um, let me do gamification, uh, invest investments. I'll do Investopedia. All right. So, um, gamification, what is it? How it works? Risk. Uh, gamification describes the incentive, incentivation of people's engagement in non-game context and activities by using game style mechanics. So, for example, uh, let's say you work from home and uh, you set up your, your you got your setup where uh, you got your laptop hooked to your big screen TV. You got your keyboard, you got your mouse and you may even, you know, use a different keyboard or something more, you know, that's more gamification. So you're taking your job and you're gamifying it. Um, so that's that's kind of more so uh, what they mean by taking something that's non-game context and activities by using a game style mechanics. A uh, couple of bullet points. Gamification is the use of game elements in a non-game activities. Employing gamification can enhance customer and employee engagement, boost sales, and cut costs. Gamification may have some pitfalls depending on how it's implemented. So, yeah, that's just something that, you know, I just wanted to kind of bring up. Let's just take a quick look at this video on investopedia.com. Gamification is the process of using game mechanics to engage customers or employees. The concept is simple. Take an activity like school, exercise, or work. Apply game rewards like points or badges to the completion of tasks within an activity. Participants will become more engaged. They learn faster, they produce more, they buy more of a company's product. They have fun completing otherwise routine duties, and they're motivated to achieve goals. Perhaps the best known example of gamification in a business context is seen in the frequent flyer rewards programs that airlines offer. The more a customer flies, the more points they accrue for personal use. Rental car companies, restaurants, and multitudes of other businesses use similar programs. Businesses use gamification features to enhance training through competition and collaboration. Companies will encourage website visitors to spread their messages and qualify to win prizes if they do. Anytime game-like features are used in non-game contexts, gamification is taking place. Gamification leverages people's natural ability to compete, achieve, collaborate, and give to charity. It's seen when nonprofits hold events to increase donations or when schools reward learning achievements. Okay, and that's investopedia.com. Um, just a little bit more. Um, not going to take too much longer. Uh, understanding gamification. Gamification leverages people's natural tendencies for competition. Okay, we, they just went over that. Uh, so yeah, um, let's just go ahead and take a quick break. Uh, just discussing gamification. Uh, this is Chairman House of Barf. 
Yo, what's good, Chairman? This this is uh, House of Barf. Uh, just kicking in with y'all. Hope y'all having a great evening. Thanks for stopping by to kick it with your man. I'm just going to have a little sip of y'all real quick. While we talk about gamification. So, um, let's check out this Robin Hood gamification lawsuit. Um... As a result of gamification. So essentially, investing is a non-gaming um, context uh, where essentially if you receive points or the investment platform that you're using kind of seems like an investment platform that can be fun, uh, intuitive. Now, the beautiful thing is that you're learning quickly. I mean, see, that's the thing that's changing the game of investments is that people are learning how to invest quickly. Um, uh, so, uh, for example, if they're taking losses, you know, because of the gamification of it, they're not really realizing the regulations and the rules that go into investing. And, you know, um, they're just kind of like, okay, I'm losing. Let me go ahead and sell out all of my shares. And they're not even, uh, planning for the long term, except the long term is just to make a bunch of money. Um, so, uh, let's go ahead and take a look at this. I'm on Investopedia.com still, and I'm looking at this article about Robinhood pays settlement, but gamification remains a concern. Uh, let's go ahead and take a look at some of the key takeaways. Robinhood has helped uh, bring new investors into the market through an easy-to-use app and a no-fee approach. The company has run into a controversy for building its payment for order flow uh, into its largest revenue driver. Although um, payment for order flow is concerning, the way Robinhood has been gamifying investing may be more problematic of an issue in the long run. Uh, so let's see kind of um, uh, kind of some of the things that Robinhood did to uh, gamify investing. Uh, this is again, investopedia.com. Uh, the most problematic thing about Robinhood isn't the payment from order flow. Robinhood's chief legal officer stated that the historical practices that got it into trouble with the SEC aren't happening anymore. Investors will want to confirm this is the, uh, payment for order flow figures. Uh, the bigger concern is around gamification of investing, something Robinhood pioneered and, is currently doing better than anyone else. Gamification is a powerful tool and it can be used for good in getting you to exercise more, eat better, save more, and so on. When this not just notifications and achievements and other psychological tools are churned toward investing. However, it erases the already thin line between playing the market and playing the slots. So one thing that a lot of people would discuss uh, with investing is isn't investing just like going to the casino? Um, not saying that you can't use the casino as a type of investment. Uh, I know plenty of people that use it as a type of investment. Uh, they take a portion of their earnings and um, instead of going to uh, strip clubs or um, whatever, they go to the casino uh, to give themselves an opportunity to make more money. But with gamification, see, people are understanding investing. When you say investment, uh, you know, not saying that it has to be for the rest of your life. Uh, but when you say investment, you're typically saying like, okay, 
let's say we we're talking about, you know, I know this isn't relationships talk, but let's say we want to invest in this relationship between you and me. If if someone says, hey, do you want to, um, I don't know, do you, do you just want to play around? You know what I'm saying? Uh, then you'll probably be more like, okay, they just want to play around. There's nothing serious, right? They're gamifying it, not allowing you to realize how serious. I mean, you start having intimacy. You know, there could be a baby. It, it could go on and on and on. Um, but when you have an individual saying, hey, let's invest in a relationship, then all of a sudden you look at that a little different. You start saying, okay, they want to invest in this relationship. Man, it's a little bit longer. So when you have individuals that are gamifying investing, uh, it can really send them not even just, um, you know, at uh, where they lose their principal investment. It could also send them into a hole if they decide that they want to start doing more speculative trades, you know, such as like options or trades with margin or something like that, uh, because they just see it as a game. Uh, you know, um, you know, we've heard motherfuckers talk about, um, it's an easy way to get to a million. All you got to do is double your money like 21 times or something like that. So motherfuckers are just thinking that, okay, if I just put in a hundred dollars now, I can double it tomorrow, double it again, double again, double again, double again, do that 21 times. And before you know it, you'll be a millionaire. Yeah. Okay. So once again, with investing, you're not building building the characteristics, you're not building the traits, you're not building the habits, you're not building nothing. You're really just playing with uh, the money and you're earning. Uh, but you know what happens if you run into situations like liquid liquid liquidation issues or uh, uh, the gray yard? Uh, the gray yard is when a stock is getting reviewed by the SEC and it goes gray. So there's different things that, you know, and of course, if you find it funny and you're just like, ah, I got went to the gray yard, then okay. Um, so um, it, it appears that Robin Hood um, had to uh, pay a fine uh, for making their platform so, uh, you know, um, gamified. Uh, um, let me see real quick, uh, a little bit more on Wikipedia.com. Robinhood makes investing exciting and arguably has some de- design elements that seem to be encouraging more rapid trading than a buy and hold approach. The Massachusetts Securities Division appears to be ready to make this exact case. Trading and even high volume trading definitely has a place in the market, but it is also something most people would agree shouldn't be encouraged for investors uh, just starting out. Um, so let's see what happened to Robinhood. Uh, and this is just one example of gamification. I'm pretty sure between Robinhood and uh, crap, uh, other trading platforms, I can't think of any. Uh, there's probably been a lot of uh, gamifying and to an extent, even the um, renowned names probably have incorporated a little bit of gamification into their investing uh, platform as well. Uh, so it looks like, uh, according to NewYorkTimes.com, Robinhood is fine. Uh, this was, let me see when this date was. This is back in uh, July of 2021. Uh, Robinhood is fined $70 million over misleading customers and system outages. Okay, so see, that's another issue with um, the gamification is, you know, um, you know, let's say that everybody's liquidating. And you don't really understand that uh, there could be a liquid liquidation issue, or liquidation issue, and and you get stuck in, um, and you don't understand why. 
Uh, let me see if there's anything. Uh, let me see. Take a look at this. That was just a headline. Um, uh, let me see. But yeah, it just appears that might have been something related to uh, possibly the gamification as well as uh, something happened with the system issues. Um, kind of want to uh, go to the travesties, um, the uh, bad, the negative part of uh, gamification, of uh, game, uh, gamification, and investing. Uh, I just want to kind of look at some of the disadvantages. Uh, this is elearningindustry.com. Uh, the cons of gamification. Expensive to develop. Uh, games take longer to develop than traditional instructional design. Time is money. A diminished value over time. Not only are games costly to develop. Oh, let me see. Okay. Um, is that investing? Okay, let me see. Uh, the negative effects of effects. Okay. So, um, let me just see uh, what Forbes magazine it says. You know, gamification brings great uh, opportunity, uh, but there are some risks involved, and there's risk involved in anything. But you see, the main thing is if you don't understand what is going on, that uh, you could possibly be encouraged to uh, make trades, um, you know, more faster, bring in more money. Uh, then there's the outage issue with Robinhood. Um, let me uh, let me see how this. Uh, this looks like uh, this article was written back in 2021 by. Uh, let me see. Is that Ben Sopit? Uh, I'm just going to look at a little bit of this. There is no better proof that humans are essentially highly social and playful animals that the meteoric uh, rise of gaming in the last decade or so. What was once a niche market for kids is now reaching closer to a $200 billion global industry with almost 3 billion customers across all ages and demographics. So essentially games are becoming very popular with people younger in age and older in age. It surpasses the market size of even the film industry and growing fast. It's a industry. Okay. Let's see. Um, okay. Um, the concern would be, uh, and I don't want to beat a dead horse. We understand the gamification. Uh, you know, you just want to take a look at your platform. Uh, I'm probably going to go ahead and get ready to wrap this up. Um, and just relax a little bit. Um, I took, you know, yeah, no excuse. I took the kids out to the park. Um, they had a good time as always. I take, I go to the park, you know, you know, I try to get them outside often. Um, I'm, uh, probably a buddy of mine recommended a show called beef on, uh, Netflix. Probably just going to chill out and turn that on. But essentially we get, the gamification of investing and the beautiful thing is it does encourage uh, people to uh, learn more about investing 
However, it can diminish the value of investing and also uh, the uh, buy and hold aspect of investing that uh, people don't really probably uh, look at so much more earlier in early on in gaming um, and also the regulation of things like, um, you know, committing a wash sale. Uh, you know, uh, let me see if I can, uh, let me see if I can find, uh, wash cell, uh, wash cell, uh, what's that? Five, let me see, let me see. Uh, I'm just going to, I'm going through my book right now. I got a book in front of me. Um, okay. So if I'm correct, uh, wash cell, an invest, an investor may not use capital losses to offset gains or income if the investor sells a security at a loss and purchases the same or substantial identical security within 30 days before or after the trade date establishing the loss. The sell at a loss and the repurchase within the period is called a wash sale. So, um, you know, with the gamification, you may not even realize that you're breaking rules like that because you're just kind of like, oh, yeah, I bought a stock. I took a huge loss. Let me go ahead, sell it. And then try to buy back the stock within 30 days uh, at the lower price. So, you know, with gamification, you're kind of just on your platform. You're trying to make these trades. You're trying to build your portfolio because that's essentially what you're looking at is bottom line, bottom line. Uh, but you're kind of not, not you personally, but not reviewing what is stocks? What is options? What is What are these things? Now, trust me, if I could hop online right now, gamified up and trade and get my account up to millions of dollars tomorrow, I would. Fuck all the education. Screw all that. Okay? You can keep the education. I just want to get my account up to a billion dollars. I want to I want to make some money, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, um and to me uh, uh it sounds boring, but teaching a man how to fish or teaching a woman how to fish is more important than uh giving them a, a meal for a day. So with the education, uh, if I lose all that money that I gamified, I would be able to hop back in there and do it again compared to uh, if I just did it gamified, I may not want to, I may not feel like starting all over. And I just mean, I don't want to deal with that. I don't even know how I did it in the first place. What was I even doing? I should have sold out. Uh, same thing with uh, probably cryptocurrencies. It kind of probably kind of gamified a little bit. Um I'm probably going to go ahead and wrap it up right there. Uh, just wanted to talk about gamification because for gamification, it really bothers me with uh, more so, I would say, younger investors that are just hopping in. Uh, uh, they see that the market's going down or the market's flat and they want to hop in. So they open up something really quick that they can start trading with. I don't know, Cash App, uh, Robinhood, whatever. Uh, and they start trading and they're doing really well. You know, um, and then what happens? They they take their whole portfolio and they put it down on some penny. They got done watching Wolf of Wall Street, and they uh, uh they've been they've been doing well because they've been prudent in their investing initially, but now they're ready to take it to the next level. You know, shit shit starts piling up, and you want to hurry up and get your bills paid and get this credit out and all this that and the third. You know, so you know you just don't want anybody to end up in a situation uh where um let's say they start trading on margin right so when you're just trading with your own principle you lose that then you're done it's whatever 
But let's say that you start trading on something like margin where you could possibly lose more than you owned, you know, um, and and you thought, oh, yeah, I got this. I got this. Oh, I started off with $500. I got it up to seven, eight grand. Why don't I go ahead and take the seven, eight grand, put it in there, get another seven uh, grand that, uh, you know, so that gives me more buying power. And now I have 14 grand and I'm just going to flip this 14 grand and make 28 grand, give you know, them, their money back and, uh, or, or, or take my money out and just keep trading on margin. Now I'm trading on house money. I'm trading on money. That's none of your minds. Fan fucking tastic. Awesome. That's a great strategy. That's a great plan. I love it. I would love to implement that. I don't got the balls to trade on strictly margin. You know, if I ever got to that point where I'm just basically trading on their money now. And just collecting the profits. I mean, that'd be great. But man, if anything ever happens, you know, um, whew, I'm to an extent, I'm okay with just losing my money like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Done. Fuck y'all. Whatever. Y'all screwed me. Um, all right. Well, I'm about to go ahead and wrap this up. Take a little break. Uh, got to keep trying to create this content. Um, let me, uh. Let me take another sip with y'all real quick. Again, I told y'all I'm sipping on some uh, some tequila. Yeah, it's called Cordaleo. Cordaleo. I don't know if you how to pronounce it. You gotta, you know, um, I appreciate the time of anybody and everybody who decided to stop by and kick it with your man, Chan Man. Eventually, um, again, I still want to just keep this basic. Um, but eventually, you know, we'll, we'll see if we can try to turn it up a little bit, see if we can get a little deeper, take a little deeper dive into any of these topics. Um, cause you know, uh, I do more so want to keep it at my level, uh, which is not very, uh, in depth. I'm not a genius. I'm not a chief economist. I'm not a trader. Um, I've never made buku money. Uh, I really am just. An average Joe out here uh, just uh, talking on my cell phone, creating a podcast out for the public. Right now, it's just streaming on Spotify. Um, so, again, just want to say thank you to anybody and everybody who decided to stop by. Kiko with your man, Chan Man. Uh, this is House of Barf. <laughs>